and how are you doing welcome to swan podcast my name is sharon jogu and i am so excited that you are here with me today and yeah welcome to the third part of exodus part three and without wasting your time let's just dive in last time we went up to verse 24 so today we are going to start from verses 25 Moses saw that the people are running wild and and that Aaron had let them get out of control and so by become and so become a laughing stock to their enemies I'll stop there and and so they became a laughing stock to their enemies first let's understand this god's enemy is the person who has rejected god as their lord and savior now that's god's enemy well it's the devil but literally saying i'm I'm God's enemy if I reject him as my lord and my savior. When we come to Christ, we say, I have accepted Jesus Christ as my lord and savior. So yeah, when I reject God, I say that he is my um then he, then God becomes my enemy. When we follow other gods apart from the true living God and we reject his ways the enemies of God start mocking at his children and in turn they are mocking God we become a wrong representation of who God is we spoil his name among the lost that they don't desire to come to Christ have you ever been in a place where people are discussing a certain let's say pastor because pastors have been on the limelight uh, recently for misleading people and everything some of the dramas that are happening in church church as in building and you'll hear someone say afadhali niende club kuliko i go to church um people say i'd rather um, i'd rather do my own stuff than go to church or you hear people talk about um giving in the in the in the church and they will say oh i'd rather go and i don't know they compare church and the club and they say or the bar and they say that they are more compassionate people in the bar than they are in church and again i mean here the church as in the building because the true church is the it's the christian it's that person who has accepted christ and for you to differentiate between uh, a true christian and a christian who says that they are christian just because they grew up in a christian background 
is that in a true Christian, there is fruit. There is, yeah, there is fruit of the Holy Spirit. That's the way you can differentiate between a true Christian and just a Christian who who professes the faith of the because his parents or grandparents were Christians, so they think that they are Christians by default. But that that's not true. First, actually, that's not true. You can't be Christian because my parents were Christian. I have to believe and to confess it with my mouth and believe it in my heart that the Lord is my that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior for me to for me to be a true Christian. Any other Christian that I grew up in a Christian background or I used to go to church while I was young, no, that does not that does not define a Christian. That's just a religion in the sense not a religion in a bad way but it's a practice of Christianity, but that's not being a Christian. Going to church does not say that you're a Christian. That's just a practice by Christians where they gather every Sunday as a communion of believers to worship together. It's a practice. But being a Christian, you have to believe God, you have to believe that God sent his son Jesus Christ to come and die for your sin. And if you believe that, then God lives in you and you in God. There is no shortcut around that. Actually, I'm so glad that just that has come up because that will create a big difference for that person who says, oh, I am a Christian. No, until you profess Jesus Christ, you're not a Christian. I'm sorry to, I'm, a, I'm glad to break that down to you, but you're not until you profess Jesus Christ. Now, 2 verse 26. So he stood at the entrance uh, to the camp and, and said, whoever is for the Lord, come to me and all the Levites and all the Levites rallied to him and I know I, I talked about repentance in the in that previous episode repentance is not just saying where it's not where I ask God to forgive me repentance is returning to God Repentance is leaving whatever I was holding or leaving that sin and leaving it there and going back to God, going back to his, presen uh, to his presence. Repentance is walking in humility again, submitting myself before God again. It's allowing God to be the master of my life again. That is the true meaning of repentance. Uh, verses 27 to 29. Then he said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, Each man strap a sword on his side, go back and forth through the camp from one end to the other, each killing his brother 
and friend and neighbor the levites did as moses commanded and that day about three thousand of the men died then moses said you have been set apart to the lord today for you were against your own sons and brothers and he has blessed you this day um someone might be wondering just because i i worshiped this other god this calf that makes me uh that can lead me to me uh, can lead to me being killed yes yes because from the first commandment the first commandment is to love god and from again the previous episode we said we love what god loves and hate what he hates remember in this verse uh, verse 26 moses told the israelites he gave them a chance and said whoever is for the lord come to me he gave them a choice so the people who were killed are the ones who rejected god they're the ones who said the calf is the true god that's what happened so yes god was to judge them because they they rejected him and why would you save a people who are rejecting you god it's crazy because we reject god so many times but again he's god who is merciful and slow to anger that when he kills or when there are such measurements of someone being killed or punished we think oh my god what has he done but the truth is that he is slow to anger and he gave them a chance to come back to him they are the ones who rejected him choosing god means going against evil and if that evil is in my family then i still have to stand against it god hates what's unholy so choosing him means i should hate all that he hates and that is echoed in luke 14 verses 26 where jesus was telling the disciple um that subtopic on my bible it's the cost of being a disciple and verse 26 says if anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother wife and children brothers and sisters yes even their own life such a person cannot be my disciple and uh, verse uh, matthew chapter 10 verses 22 says that um you will be hated by everyone because of me but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved 
and to my understanding this is talking about the truth and if god is the truth uh the truth is the word of god and everything um and if the truth says that i should honor my parents then that's it that should be the rule uh of honoring my parents and everything and something uh that I'm, i want to draw your way i want you to watch a uh, sheng bible study by dj raf such it on youtube uh sheng bible study dj raf i think episode 10 or such sheng bible study then type mr t or pastor t and he's talking about the lgbtq and it's quite it's quite a tiring topic in almost the whole world right now and it's even bigger maybe in religious settings where most of the people are not accepted they are hated they are murdered they are everything the truth is they shouldn't be murdered they shouldn't be hated they shouldn't be humiliated nothing of that sort should happen to them on the other hand mr pa- mr t or pastor t says that again the lgbtq community can't come to the church and say i want well um i think i'll not paraphrase right so just go and watch it and at, at first i received that message i was like wow that's that's so brutal but the thing is he's saying the word of god is calling out sin so don't he's talking about them trying to change uh the christians to accept their way of life the thing is a sin is a sin when someone murders that's a sin when someone steals a pencil that's a sin and all those sorts of sins should be called out and all all sexual immoralities are sins and someone who is fornicating in church they shouldn't be embraced and then the other person is be is pushed away that or oh, you're a bigger sinner no that's not what he was talking about he was we shouldn't he's talking about not being complacent with sin we are so afraid of hurting our friends and families that we don't want to tell the the truth we end up being home it's okay no you you just live the way you want just do whatever you want that's being complacent and god is not calling us to do that jesus jesus delivered the truth even when he knew that it's going to offend people and at the same time he was also loving so you can speak there is a way you can speak the truth and still be loving and i think we should emulate jesus uh on that but exodus 32 uh, verses 27 to 29 is talking about 
being standing firm in the truth of God saying that this is what God's want so this is how I'm going to live and I'll not be complacent I'll not I, I I'll not if you're going against against God's word then yes I'm going to tell you you're living wrong this is the way of life that's the way you're living it's not but the same way but be loving uh, um now i'll finish up the last verses from verse 30 from verse 30 to 35 the next day moses said to the people you have committed a great sin but now i will go up to the lord perhaps i can make atonement for your sin So Moses went back to the Lord and said, "Oh, what a great sin these people have committed. They have made themselves themselves god gods of gold. But now please forgive their sin, but if not, then blot me out of the book you have written." The Lord replied to Moses, "Whoever has sinned against me, I will blot out of my book. Now go." lead the people to the place i spoke of and the angel will go before you however when the time comes for me to punish i will punish them for their sin and the lord struck the people with a plague because of what they did with the calf iron had made I want to stress so much about repentance because I think it's super important that when we know that we have sinned against God that we should always repent always repent no matter how small you think your sin is just repent it let's understand this um God is holy in all his ways he is holy and if he is a holy god then it means that he is just to punish unholiness and unfortunately we as humans have fallen short of his glory we are very we are so flawed and it means that we will keep on falling and thanks god for jesus that through him we can we are forgiven when we believe in him and through him we can continually uh, repent of our sins and even um david was so david was aware of this uh in psalm 51 verses 3 it says for i know my transgressions and my sin is always before me and that he recognizes that he is so susceptible to falling and therefore he has to repent and also for us we are so susceptible to falling we will um we'll get tired on waiting on god we will create our own gods from time to time but one thing that should be constant in your life is when you when you realize your sin be quick to repent 
And I think that's the whole teaching of Exodus 32. And, and also, let me remind you that God is described in the Bible as merciful, compassionate, and loving. So I am confident that when I repent, turn my heart to him, that he will forgive me. He will surely forgive me. Don't forget that. Follow Swan Podcast on social media at Swan Podcast on Instagram and Swan Podcast by Shell Njogu on Facebook at Njogu Shello on Twitter. You can also chat me up on my personal account at Shell Njogu. This is Swan Podcast.